Come on, Shay Podcasters. Welcome to the Old Men on the Mountain Podcast. It's your old friend Jack, Jack Nicholson, and I'm here with Craig Massey. Can you believe this? What a coup! Hey, I got Jack Nicholson here. I'm, uh, Go Lakers! Yeah! Jim couldn't make it this week, so I just went to, to my closest friend in the world, Jack. You know, Jack uh, Nicholson. Jack here. the Shining Nicholson. Here's Jack! <laughs> yeah, he's right here. Right here on the podcast. So what's been up, Jack? Uh, been, uh, went shot. Okay, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. What? Whoa, it's me! Hey, that was the impression that you were Jack Nicholson! That was our attempt at scripted humor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bing! <laughs> I think it went over really well. I don't hear anyone booing. I, that, the thing is, I don't need positive reinforcement. I just yeah. need not negative. You want to? No, you... Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. of course. That was a double negative, but... And that was also a 16-ounce Miller Lite. Oh, opened. yeah. So, welcome. It's the Old Men on the Mountain podcast. The podcast where young people tell stories they may one day tell their kids. You are listening to episode 21. Oh, we've come of age. And that's sort of well. That sort of sets up what we're going to be talking about later, mm-hmm. which I is think good. It does yeah? But let's sort of, let's let's just uh, say hello first. We have no guests this week, as you can probably gather. Yeah, we so got some Tom positive Fury, other than other than the Jack right at the beginning. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. He'll he'll come back later. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. It was Hopefully. actually hurting my throat a lot to do it. Yeah, I know. You're, yeah, you're coughing, coughing and stuff. It wasn't good. Yeah. Big mess. What a bias. <laughs> but yeah, we we got. We're going to try to do more of these, just the two of us podcasts, because we have fun doing it, and we've gotten some positive feedback from the people that like hearing it. But we're still going to have guests, because we like having guests, too. Oh, of course. But yeah. maybe we're going to change it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, who knows? We'll see. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Turn. Maybe we'll get some really negative feedback from just... That's possible. But I don't think so, because I think we're really nailing this one I think so, so far. Nailed it! <laughs> yeah. Love Not it! Nailing it. So anyway, we had an awesome day today. We went yep. outlet shopping. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yay. Yes. Yeah, so over up to the crazy, crazy outlets at Camarillo. Or as I like to pronounce it, Chamarillo. 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 So, yeah, it's, it's a, for those of you who haven't been, it's like any other outlet store mall, except there's an absolute amazing. Jim amazing. just got a text yeah, from and a then friend, started so he wants it. to check it out. Well... No, we went. We had a good time. Jimmy had to get some new clothes. Uh, it was around the ten year mark for his other clothes. Yeah. So he had to go pick up some new shirts and jeans for him. And I was there as backup to make sure he didn't brought. He didn't buy like a bright blue. That was the only shirt. almost almost mistake. Yeah, he almost bought a really really bright blue, awful shirt. But I mean, it wasn't awful. It was just it wouldn't have been good. You would never worn it. I would. Yeah, I would have worn it once. I mean, like oh yeah yeah yeah. It's okay. I was going this time for my whole scheme was to get stuff that wasn't necessarily in your face, maybe not even memorable. So you can I could kind of wear the same stuff over. You want you want a gentleman's wardrobe, right? Subtle but classy, and also stand out for yourself, like a black polo shirt, for example. Indeed. Yeah, and I bought some shorts. Yeah, I bought some plaid shorts and a plaid shirt, but I feel like the plaid kind of just blends in nowadays. It's not like hey, look at me. It's just yeah, you can't double the plaids. Oh, obviously. Oh, I'm not going to do that. Of course. But, but either way, yeah. So it was a fun day, and then uh, we went to uh, to our, our friends' uh, friends' new house. Yeah, that was, was great. exciting for people our age buying houses, especially in LA. It's kind of an achievement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So come on, shade to them. Yes. And uh, and yeah, and now we're here on a late later end on a Sunday. Yeah, it's a, it's the end of a weekend that went by much too soon. Mm-hmm. But yeah. now we don't have any real sporting events take up our time on Sundays. But yes. Here we are. So we get to be good. Shoppers, we get to yeah, we get to we get go to shopping. Shop. We get to we get to be good consumers because in America, that defines you, and we want to be defined positively. Yes, I want to help the economy. Yeah, I want to create jobs. Yes, and to do that, you sometimes have to go into the Hanes outlet and purchase <laughs> some T-shirts or a four-pack of boxer briefs. Yeah, <laughs> or that. So I yeah, got go. I got some boxers with uh, pictures of a dog on it. At the Gap Store. That's fantastic. So, I, I like him. Uh, perhaps that was a little bit of a TMI. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all right. They're, they're adorable. I also bought some running shoes. 
they're pretty damn comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, we're just recounting our yeah, purchases that's here. It's not it, it's yeah. not being interesting. I think a minute and a half ago. Yeah, that's um, probably true. I, or okay. if it was ever interesting at all. But either way, uh, our sponsor this week is the Camarillo Outlet. Premium Malls. outlets. Premium outlets. Just up at the 101, about 45 minutes from the uh, from Los Angeles. Great, great buys. Uh, go there to every shop owner. If you mention the Old Men on the Mountain podcast, they might give you a discount. Yeah, it, it, there's a there's there's some chance. Tell them you were told you might get a discount. <laughs> yeah, I was told that perhaps I'd get a discount mm-hmm. if I mentioned Old Men on the Mountain. Yeah, the podcast. The podcast at oldmenonthemountain.tumblr.com. Yes. Also a Facebook page. Just mention all those things. Anyway, let's take a little bit of a break. Let's spare the listeners our our bullshit for a little bit. All right. Well, we've been we've been handing to them ad nauseum for a good 21 weeks now, but I guess we can take a break for just a few minutes. Right? I think we should. Yes, I think you're right. You're right. All right, break time. Come on, Shay, friends. Jim and I are back to here to tell you a story about a crazy time uh, years ago involving us and a number of other friends from yes. high school. In co- uh, no, just high school, actually. Just high school. It yeah. was Martha, Alan, Adam, Atif, Dan Sweeney, who I couldn't say was one of our friends from high school, but he somehow ended up on the trip. Yes. Yeah. I haven't talked to him, actually, since the trip. No, nope, I haven't uh, either, actually. I haven't <laughs> even seen him or anything. <laughs> but, but anyway. Yeah, it was a trip to Montreal, and it was a Thanksgiving weekend. I think it was uh, yes. 01? Yeah. No, 2000. It was our freshman year of high school. Oh, yeah. I was, oh, I was still at Keene State College. Yes. Ugh, what a mess. And... Basically, the reason we went to Montreal is be well, two reasons. One, our friend Adam was going to school in McGill, and actually, instead of having a dorm, they set him up with an apartment, which is totally which was sweet, totally awesome. Great, they're not really big enough for the six of us coming to visit, but whatever. Certainly not. And also, in Canada, as you probably know, you can drink and gamble when you're 18 years old, mm-hmm. of which we all were at the time. And who were we? To give up that opportunity. No, it was it pass was, up that opportunity. It's really funny too. You know, we went on Thanksgiving weekend because it was longer. We left Thanksgiving night. I can't believe our all of our collective parents weren't pissed off at us for taking off at like eight o'clock at night on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But they kind of got it. You know, it's like, well, you know, whatever. Let the kids have fun. Yeah. Well, you, know, you it, were you were at Emerson at the time. I was at Keene. Other people were at BU, and it was like we weren't that far. Away. Yeah, that's true. We were around. I yeah, saw my they parents. Saw, they, saw, they saw us plenty. We hadn't moved across the country yet. That's true. That I wasn't thinking about that. I'm, I take it for granted now mm-hmm. that I live super far away. But at any rate, we decided to go. It was a really long trip getting up there. And we didn't know quite how long it was going to be. No traffic, really, because not a lot of people traveling, little mm-hmm. traveling that night. No. Nope. So it was. We got there nice and fast. It was a fairly uneventful trip, except for a Tiff was driving and he kept claiming he was going to fall asleep, so he kept rolling the window down. And you got to mind you, it was probably like twenty degrees outside. What do you think? Do you think he just had gas or something? Well, that was part of it too. He kept saying he had to pull over because he had to do a number two. And we were like, "Come on, a Tiff, just tough it out." And then Alan had been sitting in the in the front seat, and he's like, trust me, this boy needs to take a shit. <laughs> he had been experiencing it the whole way. One of his better lines of all time, actually. That was actually, I think I went up the next day after that. I think Martha and I went up alone. Oh, that's right, yeah. I went, yeah, I went up that night. Uh-huh. Martha had, and I had a great time on our drive up. We uh, we came up with this funny joke. Uh, we kept on passing or, or and then being passed by the same Tercel. So we were like, Tercel! <laughs> and then so Martha decided to pass it one time, like, going fairly fast. You know, it wasn't super crazy, but, you know, it was uh, crazy dangerous, but, you know, we were going above the speed limit. Right, right. And and then we passed a cop just as we were doing that. <laughs> so then Martha was like, oh, no. And then she did the thing where you go into the slow lane. And I was like, don't worry, Martha. They'll never find you here. <laughs> Because you always think that, oh, what? what, what no, I, I wasn't going fast. I've been in the slow lane the whole time. time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't you can't get one over these on these cops, no, but we don't need can't. to be talking about cops again. No, on this podcast. Yeah, we talk about cops a lot. It seems like, mm-hmm. and we're good kids. We will talk well, about we're cops good, again. Good adults. We yeah. Were. yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. so we got to Canada. You know, doing the drinking thing that was fun. You know, I, it, that's not really the point of the story. The point of the story is that it was our, all of our first experience gambling in a casino, mm-hmm. the Casino de Montreal, mm-hmm. en français. Yes, it's almost all in French, 
which yeah. was it was really weird too because we were learning how to play games and didn't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, even like the cards, like the queen just has like a V instead of a queen. Like yeah, 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 yeah. All these weird symbols. The casino itself was kind of cool, although it was pretty small. Like we didn't know how small it was. It was like round in a number of levels. It looked like the Capitol Records building. A little bit, if I remember it correctly. I might not. But like you'd go to try to play blackjack, and there were four tables. You know, pretty small. Yeah, yeah. You have to wait forever to play. So anyway, we're there, and it's cool, but we are all losing money. I mean, yeah. it's like, we're, we're all having a hard time. I feel like I was the first one to sit down, a Caribbean stud. You might have been. I and played a little bit of two. I was too, a little nervous. Like yeah, well, I didn't really understand what to do, and then, uh, so I put down some money, I got some cards, I didn't really understand how to play. Our friend Rikov looked at the cards and said, oh, you should bet, those are some good cards. So I'm like, okay, I get it, I don't really understand. So I put down, like, half my money I had that I was willing to gamble, which was like, 80 Canadian yeah, it wasn't dollars. Much. <laughs> and I just lost it. I was like, oh, what the hell? You know, it sucked. So I was like, well, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, this is stupid. We should just go. We took like a half hour cab ride or no, a train ride for me to yeah, we lose took the my train. money. Yeah, then, then it was like one of those situations where we would take, take one train one way and then a bus to another place. And like, it was yeah. sort of complicated. Yeah, actually. the site of the Canadian World's Fair or whatever, or the, the uh, Montreal. The Olympics. Oh, it was right? the Olympics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, they had some random random structures and stuff. It was odd, but fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we were all losing money and upset. And then I look over and see my friend Martha standing over at what we later found out was a craps table. Yeah, we didn't really know anything about craps. I kind of yeah. knew what it looked nor, like, nor I guess. No, it's not really anybody. Yeah. You, know, it's a, you go look at it, and it's like this like depressed sort of table with like the felt on the bottom and then just a bunch of numbers letters like it's just, all just like a jumble and just shit happening like people bending yeah. like throwing chips yeah people yelling like... and there's like sticks with the, the dice and you know we didn't know what was going on but what martha told me when i went over there she said craig you just put down some money on this one part of the craps table and then they give you more money <laughs> after you do that i'm like okay so i put down you know one of my you know, $10 or whatever I had of, like, the 40 I had left. And uh, and then all of a sudden I had $20. Hey. Like, they rolled the dice and then they gave me this $20. I was like, oh, it's great. So, like, okay, I'm going to keep on doing that. Why not? Yeah. And uh, gradually other people started coming Yeah, the over. words started catching on. I'd be like, hey, what are they doing over there? And it's like, yeah. I think they're playing. Yeah, because we were yelling, cheering. Yeah, and I was like, hey, what's going on? And I, had, I was down to my last 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you basically told me the same thing that Martha told you. It's like, put money down here and we seem to win. Like, okay, so I put $20 down, and they rolled, and I had $40 on the yeah, was like, whoa! Yeah. And uh, our friend Alan, at the time, he was over at the Caribbean Stud uh, poker table that I had lost all my money at, but he had got lucky, and he got, I think he got four queens. So he won, like, a good $400 Canadian. Right. Um, just from just from that one hand. Like, it's a certain odds, and however much you bet, like, you get, like, a, you know, a good good chunk of cash. Um, so then he came over. So he, I had more money to bet on this crazy bet that we were doing. Yeah, right. And Alan is kind of a madman of gambling, although I don't think he knew it yet. This might have even formed his destiny because mm-hmm. he started putting, like, a lot of money down each mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And granted, we didn't win every time it rolled, yeah. but most of the time it seemed yeah. like. It was like 75% of the time we were winning. Yeah, and we should specify at this point what bet we were playing on, was, which was the worst odds bet yeah. on the field. Which we didn't uh, know on, at on the, the time. Board. Yeah, it's called the field, and it has mm-hmm. the six numbers that are least likely to come up mm-hmm. being rolled. Yeah, so and if you put down so like you put down ten dollars, and one of those numbers comes up, they'll give you you know you you don't lose your ten dollars, and they give you more ten dollars. Yeah, have twenty bucks, and you can take it all off the table. Yeah, anytime you want. Yeah, and uh, and then also if you get a two or a twelve, you get triple back. So really, yeah. if you put down ten dollars, you you win twenty for yeah. a total of thirty dollars in your hand. Yeah, there was one event where. Craig told Alan. Yeah, hey, I said I, I had a feeling. He's and, like, okay. Yeah, I had. A, I was like, I have a good feeling about this. Roll, Alan, put down more money. So he really put down like a hundred dollars, and it got up. To, I think it, a, two, a two or a twelve came up, and <sighs> he was super excited because he just won essentially two hundred dollars, and then still had his hundred dollars in his pocket. Yeah, so basically, we are all playing this, and mm-hmm. all only playing the field because we didn't know what the hell was going on. The mm-hmm. game isn't that complicated, but it was all in French. We didn't know what was happening. Oh yeah, and some people tried to explain it to us, but like it, I just didn't understand anybody. Yeah, the game was complicated in English, and they were trying to explain it to us in French. Yeah, it was just insane. 
But we just kept winning in, into the point where the pit boss looked over at us. Probably more to Alan's stack than anyone yeah, and else. And the pit boss, for people who don't know, is kind of the guy who's in charge sort of, of the in game. Charge of standing it. behind the dealer or the, the roller or the guy right. who's in charge. Watching it, making sure nothing funny is going on. Yeah. And he was literally like, have you guys been only playing the field all night? We're like, yeah. And he's just like, that's incredible. Like, he was like completely yeah, was totally blown, blown away. away. Like, he seemed happy for us. Yeah, like, yeah, he was like, fine he, doesn't, he doesn't like to see people lose. He wants to, you know, have a good time in his job. But I mean, at this point, I started with 40 I think it was at around $500. Yeah, I was up 450 or $500 myself yeah. too. Just Alan, yeah. I think, at the height of it, um, he was, I think it was around twenty-three dollars or $2,400 he had made <laughs> yeah. from starting with, you know, a forty dollar bet yeah. at the other table, and then winning the four hundred, and then just doubling it, and doubling it, and just this crazy streak of of just gambling success, which is not, which is the worst <laughs> way to start your gambling career. Well, I think career. It, it forged our lives forever of yeah. liking gambling because oh, all of our just, first experience was winning a lot of money, and getting really excited. Oh man, we're just chasing. What is it? Chasing that beast or whatever? Chasing the dragon. Chasing it, the dragon. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's been like ever since. And you know. But, you know, it was really fun. We also learned why craps was super fun, because it's a very social game. Yeah, very communal. And usually when people are winning, everybody's winning. Mm-hmm. And like at one point, there was a guy who was like, for my children! Yeah, and like, pour les enfants. Pour les enfants and rolling the dice, because he saw us winning every time. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. it was amazing. It was great. Yeah, it was a great time. So, like, yeah, once Alan started to lose, I think he lost, like, yeah, like six he, or seven hundred. Yeah, he dipped back down to like twelve hundred. Yeah, so we're like, we gotta get you out of here. Yeah, like, we were up, so I think we left. We took the train back, all like in, a, and we we're still drinking for free drinks at the casino here. Yeah, right? so like we were drunk and up hundreds of dollars, and we were eighteen years old, nineteen. Yeah, years old, eighteen in yeah. a foreign country. Yeah, pretty damn exciting. Oh yeah, it was like whooping it up on the train. I think we got back to near uh, Adam's apartment. We went over to the pita pit. Oh yeah. Uh, which was a great, uh, delightful uh, meal. There's one that exists in Hermosa Beach. I've I think there was one on Sunset, It's the exact too. same stuff. It is yeah. the same place, which is so weird. Like, yeah. Montreal, L.A. Yeah, it's <laughs> really odd. Not know. in Boston, not in New York. In- I remember Adam stealing toilet paper as well mm. for his apartment. So he he was up, you know, hundreds of dollars, yet he still didn't want to buy the toilet paper for his place. Or maybe he knew he was out, so he, and he had, you know... He is a cheapskate, so... Let's yeah. just say, oh, come on. Sorry. Cheap scale or cheap scale? Miserly. He's frugal. Yes. But that's okay. Especially then. I mean, whatever. Poor I, college I, students. I, I, would, I would try to figure out the details from him, but I don't think he has a cell phone yet. So. No, he doesn't, actually. <laughs> so there you go. He doesn't have a credit card well, either. We'll call you soon. Hopefully uh, he's not listening. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe he is. is. Yeah, we love him. Come on, man. Mwah. Um, yeah, so like, that sort of sets up. That, what, 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 do we... Do you want to take a break and do it as a part two, or do you want to just go for it? I feel like I could regather myself for a second. I feel like we should take a break, and then uh, and then we'll come back. We'll do a little recap, and uh, yeah. Or we don't do need a recap, but let, let's take a break. I want to I want to stop for a second. Yeah. Jeez. I I mean I don't want to fight about it. It's one fucking thing. It's just one request. Fuck you. I want to take the break. Take it then. Did you not want to take the break? No, I want. God damn it, dude. I don't understand what's going on here. I thought I thought we were taking a break. I thought we had understood that. I thought it was pretty understood. We're taking a fucking break. <laughs> All right, we're back, and it's time to tell the harrowing part of the story. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we took that break, though. Yeah, it was nice. I had yeah. a nice little breather. Yeah, we really needed that break. Um, <laughs> we really did. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, we had the harrowing part of the story. Well, first it was the fun part. Basically, we forgot to mention that that night that we were at the casino was going to be our last night in Montreal. And we planned to leave at like 6.30 or 7 in the morning the next day mm-hmm. to go home. We, yeah, I think we left the casino, I don't know, maybe... Late. I mean, it was probably yeah. like 1 or 2 in the morning. Yeah. Late. It's craziness. And so, you know, Martha decided, she's like, look, we all decided we're not going to bed. Because we mm-hmm. were just too pumped. And mm-hmm. we had like a lot of beer to finish mm-hmm. that we had bought... And, like, I know I didn't even like beer that much yet, so it was like, you know what I mean? It was just kind of like we had a bunch of Molson Canadian or something, which mm-hmm. was pretty harsh, at mm-hmm. least for me at the time. Oh, we didn't. Drink. What? Yeah, was, uh, speaking of the beer, do we didn't mention, uh, we totally skipped over this one part with Dan Sweeney. That I was going to talk about that later. Okay, okay. That was going to okay. be an aside, right. yeah, because it was right. funny. But, um, yeah, because a tiff had already left at this point. Yeah. I remember. Okay, so, yeah, so, I'm sorry. A tiff left with Dan Sweeney at this point. Yeah, yeah, so they, they, were, already, they were gone. Oh, anyway. 
So we're like, oh, we're going to stay up drinking. What the hell is the last night? Which was a bad idea, ultimately, if you're leaving yeah. at 6.30 in the morning. But Martha Coming was off like, a gambling high. Right. Well, we couldn't go to sleep. There's no way. Legally. So Martha goes to bed. Yeah, because she's a responsible, great, very great responsible. And she had person. to drive. So that was part of it. Yeah. Too. She's now a lawyer. Yes. So well, she's. Yeah, I guess that makes sense then. Yeah. Um, so we decide to get crazy. We're like, Adam is like, we got to finish everything here. <laughs> like, Stupid. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's not, not nothing really noteworthy during the night of the drinking, except the celebration of like, there's a lot of talk about, I can't believe we all won money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All and that just, kind of yeah, stuff. We're going to be friends forever. Yeah. yeah it's like that general kind of, hoopla yeah. and, and fun and drunkenness. But it got bad when we were standing on, Adam lived on the fifth floor of his apartment and we decided to start throwing beer bottles down onto the street for it some reason. not a good idea. What a, what a shitty thing to do. Yeah. What a shitty, drunken, American 19-year-old visiting a foreign yeah. country and, and getting... Yeah! Ah! It's like pounding it's a beer jerks. and throwing it as hard as you can at the street. Mm-hmm. You hear it explode. Idiot. Yeah. Hey, kids, don't do that. But that sort of illustrates how drunk we really were. I mean, that was like... Yeah, I mean, we're not generally assholes. We're, I think we're responsible people for the most part. And that was obviously incredibly irresponsible. But mm-hmm. it was... I remember it being the funniest thing I'd ever done at the same time, though, too. Like, I couldn't... couldn't it was kind of exciting. so hard. Exciting to wait for that, that bottle. Just go... Push. Yeah. Oh, man. So, anyway, the time finally comes to go. It's literally a drunken... I don't even know how Mar- Martha must have, like, wanted to kill herself when she got up. No, I remember her looking us, at me. Like, I was supposed to be her navigator, and she, right. she. I remember her getting up and just looking at me, and I, I had fallen down in the hallway. Oh, yeah, we couldn't even walk. <laughs> like, yeah. And then she was just, yeah, she was so disappointed. I don't think I've ever seen Martha as disappointed in me <laughs> as that look that she gave me, right? Like, as she, like, got out, like, as she was done, like, you know, fixing herself up in the morning and, you know, brushing right. her teeth and just came out and just seeing just all of us but especially me because i had promised to be the navigator <laughs> i I'm, promise you martha it'll be okay yeah <laughs> well i was still at that time i was like ah it'll be fine i'll just look at the map it'll be fine <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> i had a few drinks well, especially when you're drunk you talk yourself into yeah. it you're like yeah i'll be fine yeah, yeah i'm fine i can yeah, do so, yeah i've been drinking i wouldn't say i'm drunk <laughs> yeah exactly um so Somehow we get all of our stuff back into the car. I mean, even we were like packing while we were drunk. It was like the whole thing was a train wreck. It was like yeah. clothes stuffed into pillowcases and like didn't make like we you know had bags on our laps and stuff because there yeah. wasn't enough room really in our car for all yeah. of us. Yeah, I think what it was the four of us. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was you, me, Alan, Rikov, and Martha. Oh, it was five, all five of, of us. us. Five of us. Okay, all so packed it, into it, a Volvo. In a Volvo, right? yeah. So like the, the back seat, three of them. Crammed in there, and I was in the front seat because yeah. I was the navigator. You were the navigator, and yeah. Martha was, of course, the driver, the responsible driver. Yeah. So as we we get out of the city, it's okay, and that's the hard part, basically, because once you're on the highway, it's pretty easy. I mean, it's like yeah. two or three turns, and that's it. Yeah. So anyway, you can probably describe this better than I can because I just remember like realizing what was happening while it was happening. All right. Well, you guys were just kind of I was it up almost in the back asleep. seat. Yeah. yeah. And I was, you know, we were trying to figure out just the best way to go, and we were get, it was getting colder, it was starting to rain, uh, maybe a little bit of snow, but I think it was mostly just kind of cold rain. Kind of freezing rain, really. Yeah, freezing rain, very, mo- more importantly, yeah. yes. So, um, as we were driving along this, the, this sort of like a, I wouldn't say, like a, not like an interstate, but like a parkway sort of thing with two, like a, two separate lanes, one going one way, one going another. Um, and in the middle of those lanes was a ditch, and yeah. on either side it was either was another like larger ditch. Yeah. Um, so uh, the weather was getting worse. Martha was obviously really pissed off at us because we were <laughs> drunk. And at least uh, we weren't fucking with her while and, she was driving. We were like, no, we were no, probably no. Yelling she was asking where where she she should go, and I was like telling her, and like I, I have a good sense of direction, but also was probably like being a little goofy about right, it. Right, right, like, right. Oh, God, just keep on going here. We'll be fine, Martha. We'll be fine. Don't be mad at me. Come on, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, right. we had a great time. You're up like three hundred dollars, like right, right. And uh, and then um, uh, the a common mistake that happens if you hit ice and you're not used to it. Um, Here's an important lesson. I think yes, this is a very important now. lesson. If you hit ice and you're in your car, you shouldn't jam on the brake <laughs> and cut the wheel and cut the wheel immediately. <laughs> you should and scream. No, yeah. Martha didn't scream. No, you should. I did. I wonder no. I was like, ah! You should. You should keep your wheel straight, and you should just put the 
give it some gas so you can get out of that sort of tailspin. Because yeah. if you jam it, your your wheels will. If you jam your brakes, your wheels will jam, and then it'll, it'll just get stuck. And then yeah. you just you're just at the ices and and physics mercy, um, mercy, and you don't want that. Um, which is what happened. And um, yeah, Martha hit a patch of ice. Yeah, and jammed on the brakes and cut the wheel. Yeah, and, and then we ended the up legend with- has it her going. Ah! <laughs> she did it. I don't remember. Yeah, Martha sure said she told me she thought we were all gonna die. Um, and I remember I seeing the car just, spinning, thinking, "What the hell's happening?" Like, oh yeah, not being like, because I was half asleep in the back seat, yeah, at this and point. half drunk, of yeah. course. Yeah, so yeah, and I was in the front seat, and I knew something was wrong, but it was just like, a, like I had right. driven through ice before, but I wasn't in charge. I don't feel I would have done any better. It was just like this is the circumstance that happened, and what occurred was that we ended up at the bottom of a forty-foot ditch <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> no cell phones, mind you. No cell phones. Yeah, this is oh one. No, um, oh two thousand. Oh, uh, two thousand, yes, um, and uh, they hadn't been invented yet. Well, so. yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no, we did. We they, just they didn't were for drug dealers and yuppies yeah. at this point. Um, and so then, <laughs> so like, really, it's just like it's silence after the crazy sort of crash or mishap, um, and we're like, what the fuck are we gonna do? Because yeah, it was like, in Martha, like a foot deep of Martha snow, is too. Freaking Ooh. out, yeah. And uh, I'm, you know, I. You get. I remember you and Alan getting out, and you guys thinking that you could push put it. in neutral. We'll push it. Yeah, out. yeah, push it up a forty foot hill. I legitimately believed we could do it for a second until yeah. we did the first effort. And like, oh, okay, yeah. this is not gonna happen. Yeah. And I remember Martha uh, getting upset, and there was you know, and anyone would get upset. It was like you know, it's it was scary. Uh, so then we ended up having to other people pulled over, and there were other people crashing. Yeah, Dude, like all the way up this. Highway. It was a, it, it, like a flash freezing rain. Thing. Yeah, I can't even say that Martha really did anything wrong. You might not have made a difference, honestly, because mm-hmm. we were going fast enough. It was a kind of on a turn, so like yeah. she might have just, even if she did the right thing, might have just skidded directly off the road. I mean, yeah. like, there were a lot of accidents happening. It was mm-hmm. super dangerous. Yeah, yeah, not good. Um, so, but what we ended up having to do, and I don't remember really, how did we get the tow truck people? Did we flag people down we and flagged, then they told people down the yeah, street? Yeah, I think somebody flagged somebody down. Honestly, I don't remember. I was kind of in the car because at one point... Oh, yeah, it started getting really cold. Yeah, somebody <laughs> flagged down. I think somebody who drove... I don't know if you went to... I know Rekov and Martha went because they were... I think you did too, like speaking French. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't go. I stayed. So then it was you, me, and Alan stayed in the car, and actually they were gone for like an hour and a half, and we just like fell asleep in the car because mm-hmm. we didn't have anything else to do. Like, yeah. We're like, do you think we're going to be okay? And it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we guess we should go to yeah. sleep. Obviously, I don't know what yeah. else to do. The car wasn't on. It was cold. And I mean, it started getting your camera. Mind you, this is, this is the end of November in Canada. I mean, it was like really like 20 degrees out. I mean, it was oh, like yeah. really cold. Yeah. It that's, a, that's a cold country out there. Yeah. So that was terrifying. So, like, I guess they had a really weird drive with, like, some French-speaking guy who took them to a place, and then they got a tow truck and drove back. Yep. The tow truck pulled us out. Then yeah, we f- we'll think of this long, this sort of, yeah, this, this like, big winch. winch, and, yeah, it was crazy. Luckily, that worked. Then we yeah. finally get out, then it turns out that, like, one of her axles was messed up. Her tire was totally fucked. Yeah. And then we had to bring it into, like, some car shop. Granted, this is a Sunday, so, like, a lot of mm-hmm. this stuff was closed. Yeah, like, Thanksgiving was, weekend. Yeah. Well, it wasn't – Thanksgiving's nothing for them. But – Oh, of course. But well, still – they have Canadian Thanksgiving. Right, but it wasn't <laughs> – they do. They sure do. <laughs> but it was, uh, you know, it's a Sunday, and this is the kind of place, like, you know, when you're outside of Montreal in that part of Canada, I mean, there's gas stations that aren't open after, like, 9 at night and stuff. It's the kind of place where it's, like, just the town's shut down. They're oh, little yeah. towns. So I don't even know how we found this place that was open. Maybe they had someone come in they knew we were screwed. Mm-hmm. And I remember it's a good thing we won so much money and had so much cash on it because we had to spend like a thousand Canadian to get our car fixed and it still wasn't totally fixed. Yeah, like our axle was kind of broken and stuff. Not oh, yeah, broken no, no, but it, bent. It ended up being like five thousand dollars worth of damage. Ended up being really bad, but we got we yeah, fixed, like after the fact. Right, we fixed it up enough to get home, but it was mm-hmm. a really long drive home because yeah. like Martha was freaking. I drove some of the way. I and think the Alan car did drove not some feel of it. Right. Yeah, it was just like shimmying. I mean, like I remember normally the trip was like. I don't know, like a five-hour drive maybe. Yeah. It's long enough. We were driving like 45 miles an hour after that. Mm-hmm. Not because we were scared because the car couldn't go any faster than that. Yeah. So it took us like eight or nine hours to get home. And it was just like – I think I told my parents we got in the accident and stuff. I, but I don't think they really fully understood the circumstances of it. Yeah. They weren't like pissed about it or anything. They were like, well, at least you guys are okay. Yeah. And like, yeah. Well, I mean, Martha's was, parents were. Well, obviously. Because the, their car was the damages. And I think the insurance covered it. But I mean like still like – Premiums go up. And, oh yeah, yeah. It's not it's not, not ideal. It's it's frowned upon. Yeah, it it couldn't have been avoided. 
<laughs> but yeah, but it, maybe I don't know. I think I, we'll, we'll take it on our backs, not Martha's fault. Yeah, it, I don't think it was really anybody's fault. I mean, maybe yeah. we were distracting her, but I don't think we were really hooting and hollering that much. I think we were just kind of back there, you know. Yeah, just having, you know, we were talking. We were, we're friends. We're always, you know, yeah. we're very animated. But yeah, not not great. Horrible kind of sad ride home. Yeah, it really yeah. killed the buzz, and we all blew so much of the money that we had won. Like yeah. after that, it kind yeah. of ruined yeah, it a little I think bit. Alan, yeah, blew a big. Yeah, chunk Alan of spent like half of his money. It was a lot. I mean, it ended up being like $900 American altogether just yeah. to get us home. That was a bummer. Ugh. But it kind of really made, got the, made the trip very memorable. And it's still to this day, we still make fun of Martha for it. <laughs> we'll just be driving and be like, ah! <laughs> 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 At least, uh, you know, yeah, she's you know, such a good sport about it. It's, it's fun great. now. We can laugh about it because honestly, it was terrifying. We really did probably come pretty close to flipping the car over and like really oh, yeah. hurt really bad. Especially yeah, that ditch really was bad. deep, and it was like I mean, yeah, yeah. Had, really we, had we flipped it right at the top, like we would have flipped over like three or four times. Yeah, I mean, we would have been, we probably would have been killed or hurt really bad. Mm-hmm. Also, not ideal. No, and like so, and I mean, the whole thing was. I don't know if I impress this enough. It was really scary. We were sitting there waiting, which is like in a dead car in the middle of a ditch, and it's snowing outside. It's mm-hmm. like, holy shit! Like, what are we gonna do? Like, yeah. we're, we're still like five hundred miles away from home, or whatever, whatever, three hundred yeah. miles away, or longer. Like, what are we gonna do? You know, like it was, it was so weird. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. We eventually got back, but not, not the best ride home. But then I did get back to college that night, and I was telling all my friends about it. And they were like looking at me like, wow, like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Like, it was like, it was almost like, how was your weekend? And I was like, you won't even believe it. And it was just like, and, and we left out, I mean, there were parts of the story that involved a strip club. Involved yeah, really I didn't go to the strip club. I think I had a, I felt guilty. I had a girlfriend at the time. So oh, I was like, yeah. I'm not going to the strip club. I'm not going to go. I feel bad. Yeah. Well, that was stupid. It was a crazy strip club because you've probably been to strip clubs in America. And some of the ones in Vegas are pretty crazy. But they don't hold a candle to club super sex in Montreal. Yeah, I mean, it was insane. I, I can't I can't speak to it. I wasn't there, but we can, I can speak to uh, drinking too much in too short of time. Yeah, the other the ver- the Dan Sweeney story. He's a guy. Okay, let's see, quick setup. I don't want to bag on the guy too much. because He's a fine guy. Yeah, but basically, he was a dude that we knew in high school, but barely. And he ended up going to Northeastern where Alan went. He ended up hanging out with Alan all the time. And Alan didn't necessarily want him hanging out all the time. I don't think that's the truth. I don't know. We don't have to go into that. I mean, Well, I mean, they, they were fine friends. But they weren't like, they never yeah. hung out in high school. It was just, he was always yeah. just, he didn't no, have to be friends, friends in high school. But sure. either way, yeah, he came out to Montreal. So he us. ended up sort of, I don't even know how he ended up on the trip. But he, he did, and it was like, fun. Who, who wouldn't want to go on that trip? Yeah. It's true. You probably heard about it. He's like, oh, wow, you guys are all going? Yeah, hell yeah. And you, know, you can't say no at that point. And he was fine. I mean, whatever. Yeah. But he did have one of the more embarrassing things happen where he decided we were all buying booze. We all decided we'd buy a bottle of booze when we got up there. Because, like, of course, you got to have booze for the room. I know. What did he get? He decided to buy Goldschlager and was I think Jägermeister and Goldschlager were his two contributions. Like, oh, we gotta get Goldschlager. And we're like, oh, God. It's got gold in it. Yeah. Ooh. So, anyway, the first night, I mean, this is the night that some of us went to the strip club. He, within, like, two hours, he was just puking up after. <laughs> like, literally not even longer than that. <laughs> it was like, I don't even know how that happened. But, like, so eventually we all, like, fuck this. We're gonna go. And Craig stayed behind with Martha. I think, did Recob stay behind, too? Recob did, too, yeah. And because you were, he, yeah, he felt, well, he Same just, reason. That's never his, yeah, thing. Now is his, his, his current, his current wife. wife. So, I mean, it, it worked out. But Loved and respect her even way back then. Right. But you guys were kind of taking care of him. And, and like, we, we even got back from the strip club at, like, 2 in the morning and we left at like nine at night to go on the town. We didn't only do the strip club; we were going to bars and stuff. Yeah, because we never get to do that at home either at the time. And he's still in the bathroom. We came back. He never. And you're like, he never left. <laughs> like, he never left the bathroom. Yeah. So like, which is amazing on its own level. Was he in the bathroom when he said this quote? I think he was. Like, I think it was the next day. We all woke up. We're and he all was pretty still hungover. all hungover. Like he. Yeah, was like, he looked he like was hell. really bad shape. And he's just like, hey guys, I think I figured out what happened. Or like, <laughs> yeah, like what's oh, that, what? Dan? What is it? And he's like. Well, the problem is, I drank too much, too quickly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, no wow. shit, Sherlock. Oh, I'll be sure to not do that next time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that analysis. <laughs> <laughs> I drank too much in too short a time. Is that what you said? I drank too much in too little time. <laughs> I mean, it's been years. And I'm sure that was like a little bit of Alan's... Uh, 
you know, impression and just making it like a little bit more animated and silly. But I don't think he realizes uh, quite how legendary funny. that one comment has really become. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's it's not even terrible, but it is funny. I mean, and, and it is a lesson. Well, because part of it was it was this weird sort of karmic justice because he was talking a lot of shit about like how we don't know how to drink and like he yeah. didn't show us what to do and clearly. He'd probably never been drunk before his entire life. <laughs> yeah. So like, he had no idea. That's why he wanted to drink Goldschlager, which is like the most vile shit in the world. Like, anybody who likes that is crazy. Oh, it's like buying Aftershock. Like, I got yeah. Aftershock stuff. for my uh, yeah my first night at Keene that, that year. Uh, and I totally ended up like, just having a bunch of it and thinking I was the coolest guy ever. And yeah. just like puking at a frat <laughs> party. Like trying to puke into a can. Oh, it was embarrassing. Well, I remember Bridget's party after senior year. It was one of the only parties oh, I ever geez. went to. Really? I think it was the only actual big like party in high school that I ever really yeah, went to. Yeah, that was a crazy And that one. was also Aftershock. <laughs> oh, yeah. It might have we been were drinking Aftershock You ended up Coke. puking on that girl's feet. Yeah, who was that? It was embarrassing. It was, I was embarrassed about it because I thought she was It was one of her friends. I want to... Uh, uh, oh, man, Kristen and Bridget's friend. I don't remember. I remember being like kind of horrified because like I thought she was yeah. hot, you know. And it was like, like, oh man, like really? Oh man, I wish yeah, you could I was. Now, I remember being horrified for you. Oh, I was so bummed out about that. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Danielle Pike. Oh yeah, was that her? Was it? Maybe. You know, we'd have to find out. We should get on the horn on Facebook and just be like... Yeah, see if anyone remembers this other than, than us. I'm sure no I'm one I'm sure does. she exists. Uh, no, but not even... I'm sure she's on Facebook. We could be like, hey, here's a question for you. Did I puke on your feet in a party after senior year in high school? I think it was you. <laughs> and I apologize so, profusely. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm sure no apologies are necessary anymore. But I just want to know. And if it wasn't her, who was it? And if it wasn't you, do you remember who it was? Yeah. Well... I think you should just write that that message. Bridget right, might remember. It's mm-hmm. possible. I mean, I don't know why she'd remember that, but it's possible. I mean, it could be a thing they were laughing about. They're like, like what a dweeb. He pukes on my feet. This is my first big party. Oh, I, know. I didn't know what to do. I felt like I hadn't felt like a cool kid ever in my entire life. Like, oh, I'm invited? Really? Like, it, was like, it was crazy. No, who also puked that night? Dan Michel puked that Oh, night. yeah. Um, I feel bad we're telling all these yeah, people's puke stories, but I went up to him because I was pretty drunk, and I was like, hey, I was trying to make him feel better, and I was like, hey, Dan, that was some pretty good puking. <laughs> like, he was, like, puking out, like, the door of his truck, <laughs> and he was like, don't fucking talk to me about that, Greg. Right <laughs> he was gonna kick my ass. I'm like, whoa! And okay. Dan was not a guy to, to trifle with, although I will say this, he wasn't the kind of guy that would pick fights, I mean, but... No, no he's I, the kind of I, dude, was, I was right. not gonna talk about his puking of course after not. that. But he also... He always had the biggest friggin' arms, and he he worked out, but not enough to have arms as big as he did. Like he just yeah. naturally was just like built like a bulldog. I don't know what the hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when we were like kids, like we were like in seventh grade, and he had like arms bigger than mine now, like, like yeah. big muscles. Like it's like whoa, like <laughs> what the hell? And he we used to I used to hang out with him all the time, and like he t- even I asked him one day like what do you do like what's your secret like I gotta do this too and he's like honestly I've just always been big I mean I don't know like mm-hmm. just it's just I'm lucky I don't know I'm just jacked mm-hmm. naturally jacked and, and I've always just been incredibly charming and yeah, sophisticated exactly. that's the thing I mean that's my thing you know um yeah so anyway we kind of divulge the puke stories of other people's but well that's fine yeah. it's all about the experience it's a journey and really right. and and uh, these are lessons well I mean we'll get back we'll wrap it up in a few minutes and sure. see if we can touch on the lessons that we haven't already touched on and uh yeah and then yeah let's do a, that that's about that we'll, we'll take a little break skiddle-dee-dee yes all right we're back um so craig i couldn't help but notice you just came out of the bathroom but I couldn't help but notice you have this big wet spot on your pants. Like, is that water or what is that? I don't care, Jim. Just do the rest of the podcast yourself. I right, well, you to bring this shit Maybe up. it's not water then. I don't know. That's kind of weird, though. Well, he he was drinking a lot today. Um, you're really not going to... You're a real <laughs> asshole, You're not going to take part in this? No, fuck <laughs> off. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome. Just don't get that wet spot on your couch. I don't want to... There's no wet spot. You know, right. it's, it's damp. Okay. Well, I pissed myself. <laughs> oh, I, I, I pissed and... You know what? I'm not going to say the bad word. Don't say the bad and word. And it's not true anyway. Okay. 
Well, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to get off your chest? I don't know. Do, do, don't we go through lessons at this point? Or? Oh, sure. Let's do lessons then. I, what did we learn? We learned that you, we already said this, so you should never slam your brakes and jam the wheel when yep. you're hit black yep. ice, you especially wanna on turn, a highway. You want to you try to turn into the skid and try to use a little bit of gas on it, but not too much. You actually would probably ideally not use your gas. Right. I don't know. Go I don't to driver's ed. Listen yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah, sure. What else did we learn? We learned that if you play the field and you have really good luck, that you could win a lot of money at craps. In mm-hmm. fact, actually, to, to speak more to how insane that was, me, Alan, and Adam went back to the casino that summer. Mm-hmm. And we decided in this trip, we're going to actually learn how to play craps. And it is a very fun game. I don't want to get into how the game works. But they had a little table set up where they had a guy basically let us just play for free. Mm-hmm. With fake chips, just to kind of get a sense of like what's going on, explaining yeah. to us the odds and whatever. And yeah. we're like, wow, the last time we played, we made I won like four hundred dollars just playing the field. And he's like, he looked at us and he's like, well, that shouldn't happen. I mean, that is literally the worst bet on the table. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean the worst bet? Like an anomaly. Like and like the worst way to make money. He's like, no, it's like those odds are awful. Like you just had like the craziest luck ever. Yeah. Like all of you guys. You yeah. know, and granted, we since we were all together, it's not that amazing. I mean, it was amazing luck. But we were pretty much all betting at the same time together. Yeah, we had moments so it, we'd, we'd all be like, hey, guys, don't bet. And we'd bet. all pick our money up at the same time. Yeah. And then it wouldn't roll a number in the field. Yeah. Like, we would have lost the money. Yeah. And we were even like even just excited about that. We're like, okay, good. We didn't lose our money. That's like you just won 10 bucks because like, you're not playing every roll. Yeah. So it's like that's even crazier. Like, yeah. What do you think? Do you think some, some sort of word cosmic uh, disturbance I, happened or some sort of uh, symbiosis? Our explanation was that Gambler... The oh. god of gambling always yeah. lets you win on the first time. There's a reason that's to call a it beginner's thing. luck. Yeah. The god of gambling, or Satan, he wants you to, <laughs> yeah. to have a really good time and then always be thinking, well, I might have lost this night, but I know I have it in me to win. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? Actually, I went back another time a little bit later with Martha, um, and uh, she was, oh, uh, of course, a great sport after the disaster of the first time. And uh, it was great. We actually, I ended up winning another three hundred dollars. So did Martha. But after that, I've never been up that much at any casino. You know, I have. And actually, the other time I was also pretty drunken too. It was. Um, I was in a. This is. This will probably be another story for another time. But one of the Vegas trips where actually the boys from home went. Alan came across me at a blackjack table at like four in the morning and at that point I was up like four hundred dollars. That's nice. And American but, dollars. And I'll put it this way, this is what's crazy about it. Not only was I I was barely could stand up. He said like it looked like you were gonna fall off the chair. But it was only me and the dealer. And I told the dealer, I'm like, look, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I need you to tell me what to do in every hand. <laughs> like literally like you wow. were working on this together. And every time I got a blackjack, which was like five or six times I tipped her a twenty-five dollar chip, and I was still up at the end four hundred fifty dollars. Wow! Just crazy. I mean, it was crazy. That's nice. Yeah, it yeah. was like it was it was so insane, and, like, and it, like she thought it was funny, and it was at the same dealer the entire time. Like it was just mm-hmm. like constant. Like you every remember hand. your dealers, Jimmy. That's another thing you got to get. You always got to have a good time. Yeah, you got a tip too. It's a weird karmic you thing. Remember Narang? What was that old lady's name? Oh, Nadine. Nadine, <laughs> yeah. love me. There was oh, there was a what? Uh, the, the guy uh, Tom took a picture of him. Oh, I uh, forget now. Uh, yeah, this is mind. another never mind. Yeah, never mind. yeah, sorry about this. Um, um, yeah. yeah, you you always got to tip the dealer. Always keep the karma going in yeah. beginner's luck. I, you know, I guarantee, I can virtually guarantee, if you've never been to a casino before and you play a game long enough, you will win money. Because I mean, we all lost money at first. <laughs> no, that's, that's not the real thing. That's what I'm saying, all. though. But I found it to be true. <laughs> Everybody, it's true. All right. Well, I mean, a beginner's luck is some sort of weird cosmic thing. But the odds are don't go in with your college money spending all at a casino because the odds are that the casino is going to take your money. Well, here's that's a, why they're in business. Here's a real rule. You should always go into the casino knowing how much money is okay to lose. Yeah. And then, not, and then you know, it, like the kind of money that like I'm not going to be – like really bummed out or fucked if I lose this money. Yeah, funny money. So it's like, you know, usually when I go to Vegas, I'll walk into like almost like each night I'll be like, I might be like, okay, I can't lose more than $300 this weekend and I can't lose more than $200 tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, even if that worst case scenario, I still have another hundred bucks to play with tomorrow. And if I lose all that, well, that's the the Vegas tax. I expected to spend mm-hmm. that much yeah. money. And keep enough money to have a really nice steak dinner. That you got to do the steak dinner. Gotta have that steak dinner. You know what? 
and, and you know, put 20 bucks aside every month or so, get yourself a nice suit. Because you feel like a million bucks in a nice suit. You walk straight and tall. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Just feel great. Something just, about it. Just, just feel suit. like a different person if you don't like who you are before. <laughs> Go into Vegas with a nice suit. Have a steak dinner. It's great. We didn't do the suits the last Vegas trip. No, we just kept it, while well, we were in Old Town Vegas, we just kind of kept it easy. I like it more in Old Town, although I think we're, the next trip we're going to go on the strip again. Yeah, but I don't try think, to do some I still think it's again. unnecessary. I, I mean, I like the strip, but I mm-hmm. I don't have any more fun, whether I'm in the Luxor Casino playing $25 blackjack, or I'm in Main Street Station playing $5 blackjack. It's yeah, not, exactly. Yeah, it's who you're with. It's like, the Budweiser's you know taste the same. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, like, where you are. Yeah. Nadine is at Main Street mm-hmm. Station, so I'm going to go where she is. I wish I could remember the name of my blackjack dealer that one time. I did remember it for a long time, but I don't remember anymore now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got the greatest rapport with the uh, with the, the dealers. They love me. The and last trip, them. Too, we got them to all call me Shitty Jim on the last yep. one too. It was amazing. Shitty Jim. Like the dealer was even like we were doing blackjack, and I got like I, they kept giving me the plastic card to cut the deck. And she's like, "Can we get another shitty cut?" <laughs> it, was like, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. You go out there to have fun with it. You know, gambling is what it is. It's not any way to make money unless you're some sort of skeezy dude who's good with numbers or you're you know an MIT grad. Right. Yeah. I don't go um, in there to make money, but it, it. I feel like I've had enough bad trips where I haven't really won any money or only broken even, which is a good yeah. trip, really. Yeah. You want it to but be fun. I want to win like 400 bucks next time I go. I, I'm like due to have one of those trips now. Well, we shall see. You know, either way, you'll have a good time because you're willing with a good attitude. Exactly. Yeah, about that. And that's a, good, that's a good lesson for all of life. Yes. Go in with a good attitude. Mm-hmm. Like, believe that you can push the car up the 40-foot ditch. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? And if you can't, well, you it's know, you okay. It was a learning experience. <laughs> At least you tried. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I think this was, uh, you know, we, I think we did our best with this episode. And I think we did yeah. okay. We're trying. I can do a new video game update. We haven't done that in a long time. Sure, let's do a video game update. And you have your video games back, too. Yep, I do have my Xbox 360 uh, back, and I did actually beat a game. Said I beat Red Dead Redemption. Oh, it nice. was fun. I've I actually would say buy it used if you can. Yeah, you didn't like it that much. You're not no, doing the online at all. You're not no, doing not it. really. No, you don't. Don't spend the sixty bucks for it. You can you can borrow it from me if you want. Well, yeah, I don't have an Xbox, but I... I, I wasn't talking to you, I was talking oh, to the listener. You, the... If they felt the like emailing you. us, yeah. I can. You could email us at oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com, and Craig... Well, if he knows you, he'll probably let you borrow Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I trust you. Yeah. I did just spend, like, 60 bucks. He does want it back, although it's ironic. It's like a DVD collection. He's probably never going to play the game again, but oh, he yeah. would like it back. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, don't, you don't need a DVD collection. I don't want you don't. it anymore. I don't either. Um... Since we've last spoken, I think the last video game update, which was probably like three months ago, I had beaten Uncharted 2. Mm-hmm. Fantastic games. Good for you. Since then, I bought Infamous. I have not beaten that. I kind of got sick of it. Although, I, everyone keeps saying it's one of the best games of last year, or of two years ago. But mm-hmm. I did it's get... Infamous. Infamous, yes. I did get God of War 3, and I beat that. It's really cool. I liked it. And handily, I would assume. Yes. And I re-put in uh, Super Mario Galaxy 1. Because my girlfriend bought Mario Galaxy 2, and I was playing that and having fun, and I was like, you know what? Why did I never beat Galaxy 1? And like, well, I don't know, Jim. That seems crazy So I to went me. in and beat it. Like, oh, okay. It was great. It was two Saturdays ago, though. The final level is really long, and like, I didn't realize how long. I, I, I finally looked at the little menu, and it said I'd been playing it for two hours. Like, Are you kidding Whoa. me? It took me two hours to beat the last level? Crazy. It was really hard, but it was really fun. And I recommend it. I feel good about you gotta it. you got to finish what you start. I don't beat games that's anymore. That's another lesson. You finish what you start. Yeah, that's a yeah. real lesson. Because mm-hmm. I don't beat games anymore. This is like, I, I can't believe I've beaten three games in the last six months. Like That's amazing to me. Like that, This never happens. Mm-hmm. Are, and like I was saying, these are real accomplishments. They really are. They give you trophies in PlayStation yeah, you get your virtual trophies sure. on the virtual system. You yeah. get your digital accomplishments, your digital awards. When I go talk to people in PlayStation Home, they can see my trophies. I bet you're like one of the top million players on PlayStation. Oh, not even, I bet. I'm only a gamer score of three. <laughs> I think it goes much higher than that. I don't know gamer score out of mine. Yeah, it's like something in the thousands, but I mean, like, I don't well, the think PlayStation I'm like in the thing top, like, different. They, 10 I'm, million or whatever. I should whatever. say I'm level three. I'm like 60% through level three. I don't even know what that means. It's like, it's it's really nebulous and weird, mm-hmm. but it's fun. I don't really care about I don't hunt for trophies, but I... It is fun when you're playing and like you gotta earn trophies. Well, you shoot a guy in the head, then it's like you get a little ching, twenty headshots. Yeah, trophy. that's you're fun. Like, oh, sweet! That's like, you know, that feels yeah. good. Dude. 
Alright. Well, okay. Let's forget about this video game thing. For One now. more Glad thing. To, <laughs> Glad to know what video games you beat. Okay, what do you want to tell them? I just Jim? bought Batman Arkham Asylum. And <laughs> okay. I'm going to try to beat that. I, when I beat it, I promise I'll update you guys. I, I mean, I can't wait to know how you... <laughs> I know. I, I don't, not even really know what you felt about the game, like what was good about it. Just like just when that I you want. beat it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that's really all you've told us. I enjoyed <laughs> Uncharted. Oh, the fact that I beat the games means I enjoyed them. I didn't enjoy Infamous, so I didn't beat it. That's the thing. If I don't like it, my attention span lasts about two hours and I'm done. If so I don't like what's it. What's your excuse for beating your wife? First of all, she fell down the stairs. <laughs> Second of all, fuck you. That's oh! my business. Sorry, Jan. We've already sworn a couple times. Sworn? We swore. I swear, I sworn. We swore it. I swore well, we um we are sorry, but we do love you, Jan. So um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hey, this one's for you. Yeah, it's for you. So like we said before, if you want to write in, it's oldmanonthemountain at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at oldmenpodcast. You can look us up on Facebook. You can go to the podcast directly in iTunes by searching Old Men on the Mountain. And click, if you oh, click the AAC, mm-hmm. and you can go to oldmenonthemountain.tumblr.com. No E in the Tumblr. Mm-hmm. And then you can do all of these things, and if you so wish to, give us a review. Yes, please do. If you want. We've we heard about it, and we love to hear from our friends. We heard from uh, a lovely listener. Oh, Katusha uh, Galatzine. Uh, Jim, we were talking to her, and, and it was great to know that she enjoys it, and we just want to give a shout-out to Katusha. Uh, keep the good work in law school, and uh, hopefully you enjoy your summer as you have some time off. Yay! And, uh, you know, catch up on the podcast. Catch yeah. up. Now you got plenty of time to listen yeah. to the podcast. Yeah, I think she said to listen to, to a bunch of them, and we we got to thank her for that. Well, Kat, if, if you're listening, and I know you are, or I hope you are, next time you're in L.A., you should let us know. We want to we'll bring you on the podcast. Yeah. She has very interesting stories to tell. She's, in fact, a real, honest-to-God princess. Whoa, I want to hear about that. She'll tell you all about it. Jeez. I'm an honest-to-God princess. No, I swear to you, though, she really is. She is a literal Russian princess. I think we need to hear a little bit, some anecdotes about that, and then perhaps a story that she might want to tell her kids one day when her kids are ready to hear it, depending on the story. Well, she probably would have to tell them about their lineage of being royalty in Russia. Well, I think it's up to her to choose the story. Well, oh yeah, I guess that would be her job. Okay. 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 All right, let's okay, go. Okay, Jim. You're not my fucking dad! Are you fucking serious right now? Let's just turn this off. Turn it off. Do we need to talk off, Mike? Just turn it off. I'm turning it off!